Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. If you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A, and across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Why don't you get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend? Hello, my friend. How are you doing today? It's very good to see you. Welcome to the Tour 9 till Infinity Podcast. It's very good. Is this Apu from The Simpsons? Two minutes. <laughs> Take a penny, leave a penny. <laughs> Take a penny, leave a penny. Oh, hey, Gazzari's not allowed to do that anymore, right? Isn't it like a culturally offensive? I, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, it's funny because I feel like a lot of those cartoons can get away with murder. There's things that happen in South Park and The Simpsons and uh, what's, what's the other one? American Dad, uh, Family Guy. There's things that they can do that the censors will let slide because they're a cartoon that sometimes I watch those shows and go, oh, my God, I can't believe I just saw that on network television. But it wouldn't surprise me in this era uh, of um, that they would not allow a white man, a Caucasian man to do an Indian accent on a on a program. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't know if that's the case. Uh, or maybe our listeners can let us know, but I wouldn't be shocked to learn that they asked Hank Azaria not to do that because Hank Azaria does about five voices on that show, at least like that cast has been doing those voices and, and, and voicing those characters for uh 30 plus years. So, uh, man, that's gotta be a nice paycheck at this point, just royalties and residuals alone. But yeah, I wouldn't be shocked to learn that he's not allowed to do that anymore. I mean, it's, it's not culturally appropriate. I think they may say it's just not woke in this era, but I don't care. It's funny, man. If you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? There's There's been plenty of times that people have made fun of the way I talk, or if I say something dumb, call me on it, man. If I say something silly, you know, make fun of me. Act it out. Reenact it. I don't care, man. Funny is funny, and I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that, So, and I roll with it, and I think The Simpsons is genius and anything anything that can go 30 plus years 
and still be going strong. Anything that can go, and I think we talked about this before, anything that can go from like when we were in the sixth and seventh grade and still be on primetime going strong in 2022, that's insane. I don't think anyone will ever top that. Like, that's crazy to me that The Simpsons is... I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a brand new episode of The Simpsons, but I know it's still on, and I still know that plenty of people are. Nuts, dude. Nuts. All right. Yeah. (laughs) All that off your little intro where you did your voice, man. But it did very much sound like Apu from The Simpsons. That's why I went there. I used to play... Do you remember on the PlayStation 2 there was a game called The Simpsons Road Rage? Did you ever play that? It was basically Crazy Taxi but it took place in the world of Simpsons. So you could be Bart. Bart had a car. Lisa had a car. Homer had a car. Grandpa had a car. All the characters had their own car. You could play as any of the characters you want and unlock new characters and unlock new areas in, I forget the name, Springfield? Springfield? Yes. So you could drive through like where the uh, the power plant was. You can drive through the main town. You could drive through Bart's school. Like they had different areas. But you pick up different characters from the game and they would say taglines from the game when they got in you know like so if you picked up Apu he'd be like take me to the quickie mart and you'd be like turning corners and going too fast he'd be like whoa slow down young man be careful you know and they'd be like and it was just I loved that game so much man but you know you pick up grandpa and he'd be like take me to the old folks home and he'd okay get in you know and he'd be like you'd round a corner and he'd be like oh I need my pills or he'd be like I think I just peed you know he'd say something right, like, right. like right, right. totally crazy but I absolutely loved that game there are certain games man I just think about you just triggered a memory man I would love to get a Playstation 2 and play that game again I had hours of fun with that game man so much fun uh yeah so hope i didn't offend anybody just having some fun absolutely not i doubt it i know our listeners man and our listeners are open-minded and just like 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 a good laugh i don't know man maybe maybe they got some woke some new woke listeners and they're like 209 to infinity cancel they're gonna cancel us well if they do you can't cancel what isn't actually being contracted or making money right i mean at this point i don't know if they canceled us I don't know what they'd be canceling because we're doing this for free. So, <laughs> so go ahead. If we get canceled, I would think that mean we might actually get more notoriety. There's no such thing as bad press, right? So maybe we need to start amping it up and doing things. Let's start offending everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's it. From here on out, everybody sucks. Tell your friends. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You're terrible. Yeah. Please tell your friends about us. Share, share, and like. The- Welcome to the anti woke show. Yeah. <laughs> Share, like, and subscribe. Thanks. Yeah. If you're new here, click that X button. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, what I was going to tell you was yeah. uh, last week I had said, uh, Yes. Going back. You asked me to mention going back. You said there was something you wanted to talk about as far as going back with music, going back with movies, and just to mention going back. And that that would open up a a, a, a topic of it discussion. It would remind me what I yes. wanted to talk about. Yes, uh, we were talking about the Matrix, uh, right. Resurrections, Correct. and you uh, you had talked, you had said like you really didn't like the movie. No, it was uh, basura, solamente basura. Yes, uh, trash. And um, you said it made you appreciate two and three even more, and it made me think about. Um, 
going back and watching old movies that we didn't necessarily like. Right, right. Because we have talked in the past about how, especially in our era, in the golden era of hip hop, there were so much music that like we thought stuff wasn't good. Right. And we like bypassed an album and then, you know, we only like went to the big massive ones and then as we've gotten older and gone back to listen to old albums yes we're like jesus christ what was i thinking this is a great album yes you know like and we've both done that like yeah handfuls of times well there's a reason they called it the golden era we were just getting overloaded with incredible music to the point where incredible music was not considered incredible music it, like there was incredible incredible and then there was really good and some of that really good stuff slipped through the cracks for right. sure 100 so so i i was wondering like certain movies like i haven't really gone back to watch a movie that i didn't like now that i'm grown like maybe that's something that i need to incorporate like right. i remember thinking matrix 3 was terrible right terrible yeah yeah um but Maybe I go back and watch it now. I don't feel that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I just wondered if you had done that in the sense of any movies. Yeah. Like, I know we've talked about that with music. Yes. Because like, and like, I, I, like I told you, I, I went back and I listened to a Dub C album that I totally discounted. Right. Because I liked one song off of it. And right. then I thought the rest of it was trash. I went back 20 years later and I was like, yo, this is a good album, dude. What was I thinking? Incredible. Yeah. yeah. I have done that with movies. You mentioned nostalgia. And I feel like we are in the era of nostalgia, whether it's the new Ghostbusters movie, whether it's the new Spider-Man movie, whether it's the Matrix. There are a lot of people banking that nostalgia is big bucks and nostalgia brings in a lot of money. Well, I think we talked about it on the Spider-Man No Way Home. After I watched No Way Home, I went back and watched all three Tobey Maguire movies and both of the Andrew Garfield movies. Um, the first two dope Tobey Maguire's, I felt pretty much the same. I had very fond memories of Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire. Uh, that one didn't hold up as much because of special effects. So I didn't enjoy that one as much. Two, I consider to be one of the better superhero movies of all time. I still felt that way about two. Uh, part three, uh, which was considered garbage at the time, I still it was still a, ma a jumbled mess and I still considered it garbage. But... The Andrew Garfield movies, who everyone discounted, no one considered to be that great. I went back and watched with a new lens, right? After seeing Andrew Garfield act his ass off in No Way Home and have some of my favorite moments in No Way Home, I went back and I watched with a different lens. Instead of watching the movie as a whole, I watched him. And I was looking for things to pick apart that I liked rather than just looking at it as a whole movie because I still will say... The Amazing Spider-Man, I thought was a pretty good movie. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is still trash in a lot of ways, but I went back now with a different lens, with a different view after seeing Spider-Man No Way Home and appreciated both those movies a lot more. I wouldn't call either one of those movies trash. I would definitely say the second one has problems, but um, I enjoyed them a lot more, and I think Andrew Garfield is a stud. Um, another example I would say is Cobra Kai. The TV show Cobra Kai came out, and I have since watching that. I love that show. It's so corny, so cheesy, but it's all done with a wink, wink, and a nod, nod. They know it's corny. It's made me go back and revisit The Karate Kid, The Karate Kid 2, The Karate Kid 3, and The Next Karate Kid. I appreciate Karate Kid 1 and 2 even more than I did 
back in the day. I loved those movies as a kid. I love them even more now. I will say three was fun, but still very corny. And then the next Karate Kid with Hillary Swank is terrible. But I have, yes, I have, long story short, I definitely have gone back thanks to nostalgia. Um, and Christmas movies. You made me revisit Fred Claus, mm. which... Um, I didn't like at all when I watched it on VHS or DVD back in the day when it, at Blockbuster when it first came out. Now I look forward to watching it. It's my second year in a row watching it for Christmas. I own it now. I got it for Christmas. Watch it every Christmas. I like that movie. And it's interesting because I've actually heard cast members. Uh, my wife was just telling me she heard an interview with Elizabeth Banks where she talked about how much she loved working with Vince Va Vaughn. But she's like, we made a terrible movie called Fred Claus. It was really fun to work with him. I love the guy. But she was didn't have anything good to say about the movie. And I'm like, oh, man, I, I like the movie. I like her in it. But yes, so yeah, thanks to you and thanks to Nostalgia, I have gone back and revisited. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious because I got when I go back, I, I mean, I don't have, I don't make a ton of time to go back and watch things unless like, for example, I went back and I, like I said, I bought Fallen. Yes, I to yes, I do remember the, that. Yeah, you. But I liked that movie, so it's not like I was going back to watch a movie that I wasn't a huge fan of. It was something that I liked, and I couldn't find streaming anywhere. Yeah, and I really wanted to get into it, and I'm really glad I did. I was fun to watch, and there was like, like I said, like, Denzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, always good. Gandolfini was in it. I yes. didn't remember that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, And then so just a really good movie, and 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 so I just I'd gone back to watch movies that I liked, but I hadn't gone back to necessarily like. Like prior to that, like I didn't have any interest in watching Matrix Three again. Yeah, I didn't. But like now, I'm like, oh, maybe I should go back and watch I, it. I think I'm going to just to kind of, and, and, and possibly. Now I'm not gonna say 100, percent but maybe watching two and three also might make me appreciate the new one a little more. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I I don't because how I felt about the new one that's a stretch. Because but there could be because. They tried to tie them all together, and, and and maybe it would make more sense. So it, it could do that as well. I could also appreciate the it, old movies more, but it could help me appreciate the new one. It's a very bit. possible that there was some connections that came from two and three yeah. that I didn't pick up on or that you didn't pick up on in the new one. Well, that French guy showed back up, which we didn't talk about in the last interview. You remember the the, the, the French guy who caused duality, cause and effect in the second movie? He's In this one, he had really long hair and he looked like a dirty pirate and all, all his gang looked like... They came out of uh, Hook. They looked like Rufio and right. their gang. They were really colored. With, looky, looky, I got hooky. Yeah, that's what his gang looked like. I don't know why, because apparently he was hiding out in the Matrix so they wouldn't erase him. So apparently when you're a computer image, you still grow long hair and look nasty. Like, I don't know why it works that way. If you're a computer image, you should look the same. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But that was a character they brought back that I'm like, oh, I didn't really dig that character in the Matrix movies. It's interesting that they would bring him back. Uh, but maybe I go back and see him and then understand more what he's doing in the new one a little bit more. I don't know. But I, I definitely am going to go retouch those again because it's been a long time. And I would recommend to you uh, watch those Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. I well, I told you I wanted to. I, yeah, I, I yeah. can't find them. I that that's the pro I had to pay. I paid three ninety nine on Amazon Prime. I went as far as I went to the cave in Folsom, and I think a lot of people must be thinking the same way I'm thinking. I'm like, I'll just go to the cave if I watch them more than once. It's worth owning them. Like I can't believe I don't own them. I'm a massive Spider-Man fan. Um, but I went to the cave to buy used copies. I couldn't find a used copy on Blu-ray or DVD. Like, 
so I paid $3.99 on that. But I was shocked. Like, I guarantee you, before No Way Home dropped, they had 10 copies. I guarantee it. But I think everybody is feeling the same way I did. I think a lot of people are going, wow, that Andrew Garfield kid can fucking act, man. Like, And I think they, they went back, and I think a lot of people... Cause I actually wouldn't mind owning those like a used copy. Like if it was if it was four bucks or five bucks on Blu-ray, I kind of was disappointed in myself for not having them in my collection as a massive of a Spider-Man fan as I am. So I paid three ninety nine on Amazon and watched both of them. It wasn't disappointed. I don't feel like it was money wasted. But uh, if I could have got my hands on a used copy for four or five bucks, because I'd probably watch them a couple more times, I would have got my money's worth out of it. And I looked online, and but it was like they weren't going to come for like a week. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to watch it that bad. I, I want to watch it now. You know, I'm in the moment. I want to watch it. So, but yeah, those are the ones right off the top of my head that I can think about going back. And, I, and I'm definitely going to go back. I watched The Matrix 2 recently. There's a few scenes in that movie that blow my mind. The freeway scene is still incredible. The martial arts choreography and that's still amazing. But the third one, I probably haven't watched since it dropped. And I was in the same boat as you. I remember thinking I, I never need to see that again. It was terrible. Uh, but it's been so long that I, I, I will. I will revisit that one for sure just to see. And like I said, maybe I'll appreciate the new one a little more. Or at least maybe I'll appreciate those ones a little more. Because sometimes going back where you were 20 years ago right like how you felt what your tastes were tastes develop tastes change and in the in the in the form of those spider-man movies for me definitely 100 percent how i feel about them now versus how i felt about them then totally different now so the matrix could be the same way i can't think of any other movies off the top of my head right now other than the ones i mentioned but yeah for sure those for sure well all right yeah all right, 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 man. That's I'm going pretty, back, baby. Yeah, I appreciate your take, man. That was yeah. a real good one right there. Yeah. That's smart stuff, man. All right. Thank you, Matthew. Mr. McConaughey. Much appreciated. So, yeah, man. So, I guess that brings us to a kind of a transition. We're going from talking about movies to now talking about TV. We're going to talk about the uh, finale, the series close of the Hawkeye show on Disney+. Plus. Which was uh, I should a Christmas show in a lot of ways. Kinda. Right? Yeah, it was a it was a holiday. I'll say this. Yeah. If you told me that you think Hawkeye is a Christmas show in the same vein that you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, yeah. I couldn't argue you. No. I would actually go as far to say that Hawkeye was more Christmassy than Die Hard. Die Hard takes place at Christmas time. But Hawkeye is literally trying to get home to his family on Christmas Day. He is trying to keep a promise to his kids to get home on Christmas. And unfortunately, he's got to clean up this little girl's shit and this mess she's gotten herself into before he can go home. And it keeps becoming more entangled and more messy the deeper he goes. But if you would have told me that they would have chopped down the, the famous tree in Rockefeller Center. Like, they chopped that Christmas tree down. That is like one of the most iconic trees in all of Christmasdom. Right. Like, when you think of iconic trees, the tree in Rockefeller Center, that's the tree that they look at in Elf and go, oh, that's the tree in Home Alone 2 that he goes to when he's lost and the mom meets him there. You don't get more iconic at Christmas time than that tree. For them to chop that tree down, I was like, damn, they are going for yeah, it. Like, yeah. I was like, hell yeah, dude, that's ballsy right there. Um, But yeah, so they wrapped up 
Um, this show was a lot of fun. That's the first thing I'm going to say, how I felt about this show. I was hoping that it would be darker because, because it revolved around the Ronin and him uh, regretting the things he did as the Ronin during the blip and trying to erase that. I kind of hoped for a darker show, but I liked the show we got. There was a lot of things about it to like. Um, not probably my favorite Disney Plus show by far. Didn't think it was better than Loki or WandaVision, but there was a lot to like here. Um, I think Haley Steinfeld, I believe that's her name. Um, I nodded. Yes, you did. You did nod. I thought she was good. She was really entertaining. She was really fun to watch. She was very likable. She was funny. Um, I, I think this was more the Haley. This was more what 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 what's her character's name? I don't know if her, she did she get a superhero name yet. Mm-mm, Maybe not so. yet. Okay. Well, I felt it was more more than this being an actual Hawkeye show. I actually felt this was more of a platform to launch her character and Yelena's character into the Marvel universe. But I became I didn't like that at first. But I became more okay with it as the show progressed because I thought she was really fun to watch and very entertaining. And oh my God, I love Yelena so much more in this show. Then I I thought she was good in Black Widow. I absolutely loved her. Loved her in this. She, the way she kept, when she finally meets with, what's Haley Stein? What's her, Kate Bishop. When she finally sits down and meets with Kate Bishop, and she could easily kill her. She knows she can easily kill her. Kate in the, Bishop. In the apartment? Yeah, Kate Bishop doesn't stand a chance. And they finally meet head to head, and she makes the mac and cheese. And she's like, do you want some macaroni? And somebody, this is Marvel, man. Somebody, I don't know if I sent it to you. Somebody online said, this girl's loved mac and cheese for like 30 years. And they flash back to the Black Widow movie when the mom is like, when she's a little girl and they're little, honey, do you want some mac and cheese? And she's like, yeah. Apparently there's a scene in Black Widow where she asks for mac and cheese. I the, didn't the, mom, the mom made dinner Yeah, she wanted mac and That's cheese. That's what it was. Yes, thank you. So man, Marvel, the callbacks of Marvel are just ridiculous. That's such a deep pull that if somebody hadn't reshared that online, I would have never remembered that. It's insane. But that scene where they meet and the chemistry they have, she's just, she, you know she could snap that girl's neck and kill her in a second. She's a threat. She's dangerous, but she's not. And that's a tough line to walk. Like, she's a killer, a hired killer, there to kill Hawkeye at any cost. You shouldn't like her, but you do. And that's not easy to do, and I just loved her character. The way she keeps calling her Kate Bishop. Oh, Kate Bishop. Hello, Kate Bishop. She's like, do you keep saying my name just to prove that you know it? And she's like, Yes. Like, I just love that. And at one point in the show, she texts her. Hey, Kate Bishop. Like, she's still using the full name even when she texts her. But there's a couple of moments when you know she could have ripped her head off and she doesn't because she still cares about her and likes her. They have a fight in the end. And you know she takes it easy on her. She could have taken her out. But they fight. They compliment. She compliments her. Hey, that was a pretty good move you did right there. Nice work. All right, now I'm going to go kill Hawkeye. Peace. Like, 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 see you later. Like... I, I loved her. I think the Kate Bishop character um, is, is is somebody that I'll look forward to seeing. She was fun. Um, if I had a complaint, I just... This is the Hawkeye show. Um, I don't feel like we learned a ton about Hawkeye's backstory in those years when he was Ronan. I kind of would have liked to have learned a little bit more. And You get glimpses of him regretting what he did 
and really feeling guilty, the PTSD aspect, and feeling guilty about Black Widow and him. He wanted to be the one who died because of all the shitty things he did. He wanted to die. Like, he really wanted to be the one to die, and he still regrets that and has to live with that. And he's wrestling with that. I don't feel like they developed that as much as I would have liked because there's a moment where he goes to the monument, right, in New York for the Avengers, and he talks to her like, nah, I wish you were here, I, but I got to do what I got to do. And he puts his hood up and walks off. And then he calls his wife and she goes, you don't need permission from me. Do it. I loved that. That was one of my favorite Hawkeye moments in the show. I just fucking loved it. I wish we could have got a little bit more of that. But overall, this was a really fun, entertaining show. I like, like, I'm going to use one of your lines. I was thoroughly entertained. Not my favorite Marvel show, but I was entertained nonetheless. Like, it was fun. The tracksuit mafia. If someone came over and was like, yo, I didn't watch the Hawkeye show. Did you watch it? I'd be like, let's pop it on. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. The tracksuit mafia was so silly. Like, I didn't believe for a moment they were ever a threat. But it was still fun. Like, the thing I loved about the tracksuit mafia is like, you never once thought they were a threat. No. But they weren't a threat to Hawkeye. Like, you could see how they could be a threat in like normal everyday yeah. Like in the neighborhood. I'm not 100% sure why anybody would hire them. Like, I told somebody, I said, you know, for a movie with two characters that use bow and arrows as their main weapon, and for how many arrows flew in this movie, no one died. No one, no one died. Like, like I'm like, hundreds and hundreds of arrows flew. Like, and this is how PG-13, they're even, Disney Plus is even stricter. Like, some arrows had nerve gas that knocked people out. Some had stun darts that came out. Some were just suction cups. Some would explode, but like explode right in front of the guys and they would go flying and be like, oh, that hurt. Like no one ever took an arrow to the chest and went, oh, you got me and died. Like I, I, saw, I saw a post that said the darkest thing in the entire Hawkeye movie yeah. was the assumption that Kingpin got killed. Right, which you know he's not. Which he's probably not. No, there's no way in hell they're killing off that character. So, yeah. so that, but that was the darkest, like close to possibly dying. Yeah, yeah. Right. He took an arrow to the chest, but we all know he wears bulletproof clothes. If you watch, if you watch, uh, if you watched Daredevil, we all knew. Like I knew when she shot an arrow at him. I'm like, oh, his tailor makes his suits are all specially tailored. He's not gonna die. So when that she, Kate Bishop goes for it like that's the first time ever i told somebody i go there's no way in hell with that many arrows flying somebody's not dying and you got a guy who's fighting with a sword and at one point he's like oh there's blood on my sword but nobody ever died like nobody died in that show like all those hundreds of tracksuit mafia guys they're all bruised and beat up somewhere but they ain't dead they live to fight another day <laughs> like even when maybe they, they're all somewhere eating shawarma together yeah that's right, man. even when they blew their car up and it like flipped over they all got out like damn you kate bishop damn you hawkeye <laughs> like they were all like brushing off like of like man at some point disney's got to have like somebody told me that disney's toying with the idea of having an adult section because of these shows like daredevil and kingpin like these characters that are coming in they're toying with the idea of having like a restricted like either that or Hulu because they bought Hulu, they'll go to Hulu because I feel like you can't really do Daredevil and Kingpin on that level where nobody dies. Like we watched, you and I watched Daredevil. Pretty, there's some brutal deaths. People die. Like you can't keep this up. Like nobody dies. Like 
I think if I had to be disappointed about anything, is the Daredevil Kate Bishop fight. I thought was probably the most un- where I was like, come on, like Daredevil. No, excuse me. Sorry, I'm thinking. I was like, I mean, the King. Hold on, we're gonna pause. I missed something. The Kingpin Kate Bishop fight. Like he picks her up and throws her. And she keeps getting up and like kicking him and trying, and he he pushes her away, and it's like he's trying to get away from her. I told one of my uh, my my supervisor at work, who's a big fan of Marvel stuff as well. I go, he could have snapped her like a twig. We all know what the kingpin's capable of. He when he picked her up and threw her, he could have broken her back over his knee. Like he had several opportunities to kill Kate Bishop after she tried to kill him. We all know he's psycho and a stone cold killer. But he threw her and was like trying to get away from her. And I was just like, why would the Kingpin do that? Like, oh. and, and Hawkeye even makes it a point. You held your own with the Kingpin. That's impressive. Like, we all know that Yelena could have killed her easily if she wanted to. So Kingpin could have too. Yelena makes it a point to say, I took it easy on you. So unless the Kingpin has a reason. I, I think he does have taking a reason. It now, easy. You, you said, I, I know we know he's a psycho and, and a killer. But if you think back to the Daredevil stuff, he has a conscience. At points, yes. He's not, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still a villain and a very, he very bad person. He loved his woman. I don't know if she's still around. But right. Yeah. But I mean, he has a conscience, right? He was also working with the mom for a long time, right? So I, I, I don't like, and it was clear, like, he was like, just stop. You're going to get hurt. I'm going to, f- you're starting to piss me off. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a little fucking annoying gnat. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like she absolutely, he absolutely could have killed her whenever he wanted to. But you know, but I mean, like I, I, for me, I was like, obviously he wasn't gonna snap Kate Bishop in half. That would have been a weird. No, thing. I just well, especially think, when nobody dies. So I think, yeah, no one dies in that show. So I, and that's the thing. And I liked. I th- actually, you know who died though? Uh, what's her name? The girl with the sign language. Is it Sonic Soundwave? She has a name. And <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm terrible. <laughs> Soundwave is a transformer. Yes, that's right. He's the boombox. Ah, there's a memory for you. Um, Definitely not Soundwave. But, but she, it has something to do with sound or echo. Is it echo? I don't. So her name in the show is Maya Lopez. Right. Her. She has a character name. I've heard it before. I'm not going to remember it now. Her, she's in Echo. Echo. Okay. So she kills the guy who she felt betrayed her father. She does kill that guy. And she's the one who they want you to believe killed the kingpin because she holds the gun She up. killed Kazi. Kazi, yeah. Who was her partner, like her right-hand man. But then Hawkeye was like, no, he was part, He, you know, he, he betrayed your father and that's why I came to kill your father. He was one of the people who hired. Why do you think he wasn't there that night? Ask yourself why he wasn't there that night. So she knew he was dirty. She killed him and then went to kill the kingpin because she now knows the kingpin was the one who betrayed her father. But we all know they that didn't happen you you know the camera pans up you hear the shot but we all know kingpin wears again bulletproof clothing like unless she shot him a dead head shot him dead in the face she probably shot him in the chest and walked away and thought it was good he ain't dead like he you can't he's bulletproof except for the face obviously but um but yeah overall man i was to quote you i was thoroughly entertained it was fun funny um very lighthearted. it was a christmas show it was really a marvel christmas show so uh, I, I very much, I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, I was thoroughly entertained. Yes, that's my Scott reference yeah. right there. Uh, there was a couple things that I thought were fantastic. Um, 
first and foremost, um, I really liked the, I, I, I really love how they implement real, like we're back in the real world. Like right. this shit really happened, but we're back in the real world. Yeah. Right. So like when he went and when Hawkeye went and saw the memorial, someone had written on the wall, Thanos was right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, that was cool. Yeah. And then I don't know if you noticed this, but when he was in, uh, in, uh, Kate Bishop's aunt's flat and he had like frozen peas and he was like resting and he was drinking out of a cup. The cup said Thanos was right too. I didn't catch that. No. Okay. Yeah. So, um, there was that East, like those little Easter egg things that yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah, I really I like the whole universe, you know, like, like we've had the discussion was Thanos, right? We talked yeah. about it in Eternals. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. look what happened when they reversed it. Like, you know, it's, it's a real if you're into this, it's a real amazing discussion to have. Um, but at, when, while we're watching this stuff, I really like the Easter eggs and the little drop-ins and the things because it makes you pay attention. Yeah. Um, another thing that I, I really uh, enjoyed was when uh, Hawkeye was on the phone, and I thought it was, and I looked it up. Uh, he was on the phone with his wife before he was going to meet with the tracksuit mafia. Right. And he said, I'm going to do a little catch and release. Right. And I don't know if you remember that, but that's something that Natasha used to do. Oh, yeah, I do vaguely. As, now that you mentioned it. As a shield agent. I didn't catch it She at would the time. go get caught on purpose. Right. To catch and release. Right. Which I thought was a great throwback to Black Widow. Right. Um, obviously, you brought up the macaroni and cheese thing. Yes. Which was awesome. Um, and then I don't know if you remember this, but Kate was like looking through all the arrows and she was like, what is this? And it was the USB arrow. Uh-huh. And she made fun of him. Yeah. That was a reference to the USB arrow that was used in What If. I don't know if you remember uh, that. I don't. And he shot no. it into the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. To download the virus right. into the... Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't catch that. I didn't yeah. pick up on that. That's awesome. Uh, Which was an awesome one I thought yeah. about. Um, and then, uh, obviously, the uh, Kingpin thing was massive for me. Huge. Yeah. Knowing how much I love Daredevil. Yeah. And I saw it was coming. I don't know if you noticed this, but when they got in the fight fight in the car lot, like the the Kazi guy had referenced his boss, mm -hmm. but he didn't really talk about it. He just said my boss. Right, yeah. And then they were in that fight in the car lot, remember that? Yes. Where he's dressed as Ronan and like he went yes. to kill Maya and he like not to kill her, but say like this is over. Right. Stop yeah. or somebody's gonna die. Right. Yeah. Do you remember the car lot? Yes. Do you remember what it was called? No. It's called Fat Man's Car Lot. Oh, I didn't catch so that. So I saw that the yeah. episode before I didn't Kingpin was showed. Yes. So little things like that. I love, love little stuff like that. Like I've always been, a, not always, but like I'm a person that's like, that's there for a reason. For sure. Like they put something, you know what I mean? It may be nothing. It may be something like sometimes like, and I picked up a lot of this stuff, like watching The Walking Dead and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like, cause stuff will be on the walls or something will be sitting there. But if they glance by it, like randomly, like they're showing you for a reason. Right. They're not just showing this random lantern on the wall for no reason. Yeah. Right? There and were it, a lot of people that were disappointed that Spider-Man didn't have a cam. Everybody thought, because this takes place, Spider-Man No Way Home is at Christmas time. And he swings past a Rogers the Musical billboard in the show and they reference the statue of liberty with the i haven't seen the new statue of liberty they say with the i have to go yeah, see so, that with the captain america shield like yeah so that's one of the things that uh uh yelena wanted to see yeah 
Yeah, yeah. The, the new, the new, the, the new Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And at that point, nobody knew what they were talking. No, about. no. But that makes you know because there's a point where Spider-Man swings through a, uh, a department store and you hear Christmas music and see Christmas decorations. So you know this was happening simultaneously, and a lot of people were like, "You're gonna see Spider-Man. They're gonna have some kind of a Spider-Man cameo at the end of, of uh, Hawkeye, which didn't happen." But a lot of you see, there's always the speculation about Marvel shows. People get excited and speculate, and it doesn't happen most of the time. That's what made No Way Home so crazy is everything people speculated about happened. But yeah, no, I told that, that those little details like that are crazy, dude. Just and, then, and then the last one that I saw that I remembered, um, and I thought it was one of those things where like I was like, yeah, that looks familiar. I went and I had to look it up. Yeah. Was remember how they're sitting in the 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 night that. Kate Bishop and uh, Clint were in the in the um, in the apartment, yes. and Kate left to go be with him and brought him some Christmas stuff, and they were yeah. drinking eggnog and getting drunk and having a good time. And so she was like, "We're gonna have a Christmas here, yeah, 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 whatever." And then yes, he was flicking the the quarter with like yes. accuracy and all that shit, and she yeah. was teaching him. Yeah, and then um, do you remember at the end where she yanked off one of um, Car or, uh, Carlton Fisk? <laughs> Wilson Fisk. Carlton Fisk is an old baseball player from yes. the 80s. Yes, he is. Will Wilson Fisk's cufflink and then used it like the quarter. Oh, right? yeah. And, and I just thought it was great because if you remember, do you remember the whole thing about uh, Wilson Fisk wearing the cufflinks? I do remember that from the show, that the cufflinks were a very big deal and they were important. Because he wore them. They were... Um, they were uh, his father's cufflinks that's to right. constantly remind him of what a terrible man he was. Right. That's right. Yeah, because he was abused as a kid, which was what made him a psychopath. And right. Was, uh, yeah. So I like the way that they rolled that in there. You yeah. know, they turned the quarter flicking thing with accuracy and deadly and, you know, whatever, yeah. to turn that into the cufflink, which then brought it back to the whole, why, the, the, the littlest, right, information about yeah, the yeah, cufflink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a know. detail I didn't pick up on either. I mean, I knew she flicked the cufflink, but... I didn't even think about the connection there. That's crazy. And some of the stuff you, you didn't even think about. Like, I didn't, like, I thought it was really weird that she was really excited about mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I didn't like, pick up on that. I mean, I later. like mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah. Like, and she's dumping, like, hot sauce on it. She's just like, do you want to eat? Yeah, like, I just love that. Hey, That's probably it. one of my favorite scenes in that whole show. Like, I loved that scene. Like, uh, I want to see more Yelena. I want to see more of the new Black Widow. Like, I thought that was incredible. Like, I just loved that. I thought, I, yeah, so I thought Yelena was great. I thought that, um, I thought the Kate Bishop, like, she, like, that was a real tough thing to pull off because she was, like, really bordering on the edge of, like, annoying. Yes, at right? first. Yeah. At first, yeah, right? Yeah, I agree. And to not full on end up being annoying and being, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and and I thought it was great and like, and, and this is just the Marvel and this is just the character and I didn't like Jeremy Renner for a long time and he's grown on me. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> when he was sitting there doing the bait and switch yeah. or the catch and release, yeah, and she falls through the roof in front of him, yeah, and he's like, yeah, 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 <sighs> yeah, <laughs> just a little it's like, ugh. yeah, I'm trying to ugh, this. Kid. What about Kate? I don't, I don't know Kate Bishop. I don't know, I don't know what you're talking Smash. about. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. That was a great scene. Uh, uh, yeah. That and, was then, awesome. and then uh, one of my other favorite things was, um, and, and this is not going to be a surprise to you. Yeah. I really loved the dog. Yeah. Oh, Lucky, yeah. Lucky. I knew. Yeah. With the CGI'd missing eye. That yeah. was not a really a one eyed dog. They CGI'd one of the eyes out. But right. yeah. 
I'm like, they really pulled on the heartstrings. They made it a one-eyed dog. Like, like they couldn't, it just couldn't be a homeless dog. It had to have one eye. Well, I watched this, um, I watched this little clip thing that they were talking about how Marvel has made it a, 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 an effort, an actual effort since, uh, since Captain Marvel and people just really latched onto Goose. Yeah, yeah. The cat. That's right. And then that's 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 kind of where the alligator Loki came from. That's right. Yes, so yes, then yes. The alligator Loki, the goose, and then Lucky the dog. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, when that show first started, I'm like, boy, they're trying to go for it. They got little girls. They got dogs. They're really trying to get get you get you uh, nostalgic. And Full pull. T- tugging on the heartstrings. But yeah, I thought that was awesome. I I have to say the one ad that I didn't really dig that they didn't really play up on well enough. Was he got, uh, was it the watch? He got the wife's watch back, uh-huh. which was alluding to that she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent because when he flips the watch over, you see the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo. So apparently she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, but boy, they didn't explain that very well. He's like, I got your watch back. You want to be sure to take care of your stuff a little better? She's like, yeah, what about you? But when he flips the watch over, you see the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo, which you're learning she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, but I had to go online and like go, who is this now? And apparently, I guess there was a female S.H.I.E.L.D. agent that in the comic books that Hawkeye worked with. Uh, they did a lot of missions together, and then later on, they get married. So they're alluding to that probably, I forget the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent's name in the comics, but they're alluding that this is this lady. But I guess in the TV show, Mockingbird. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Mockingbird, I guess in the TV show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there was a Mockingbird character but not played by the lady who plays Hawkeye's wife. So they're basically saying like some of the things in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are coming over to Marvel, but not all of them. Because if his wife ends up being the Mockingbird, obviously they're not carrying that over. Um, but yeah, I thought they could have explained that a little bit better. If I got to go deep dive on the internet to under, like what did I had to go online? And of course, a million people must have searched it because all I had to do was what did the watch mean? And in Hawkeye, up a million things pop up. You ever watch uh, the guy Emergency Awesome? Uh, no. So he's big into this stuff. Yeah, like knows a ton of things. Uh, he says something, and I and and I, and I tend to agree, and, it, and and I've always kind of felt this way, right? But if they make a point to reference it, right, to make it like a clear point, not just like right. something on the wall, like yeah, yeah. the watch was a thing. It was a big thing. He right? was make, working hard to get that watch. But back. they don't talk about it. Yeah, there's a reason. Right. It's not an it's not a question that's going to be unanswered. No, no. Some stuff might be a little Easter egg thing. It might, you know, like uh, like in the Mo, like the Mor- Morpheus, uh, Mobius. Yes. Spider Man was a murderer. Yes, like that's a poster, right? That's a thing. Like yeah, that. we're, we're we're alluding to something coming. Right. Some stuff might just be randomly like just there because of whatever, right? But like the watch was a very clear thing that was that was addressed. Right. Yeah. 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 Anytime you roll up in the chair, I freak out. Like yeah, kicks. I'm watching. I'm watching. I just get in closer to the microphone. But yeah, I I was a little dis. I like because. If you didn't read the comics, you're not going to know what that meant. Like for me, I mean, I, I, it took, I didn't catch that it was even a shield logo at first. I had to go back and rewind. I went, that looks like a shield logo. And then deep dive on the, oh, not a deep dive. I did one search, but I found it pretty quickly. Yeah, I did deep dive on that. Really got in there. You know what I mean? I just really went down the rabbit hole. How long did it look? About three minutes. Yeah, one quick Google click away. And there it was. I got the answer, but (laughs) yeah. It's like, well, not a deep dive. Yeah, it wasn't. I like that's exaggeration. But I, I, I clearly, obviously, if we get more Hawkeye, maybe we're going to learn that. I don't foresee his wife being a big character down the line. But who knows? It's Marvel. You never know what they're going to do. But yeah, man, overall, I, 
I enjoyed the show. It went from at first, I was like, first episode, corny, like very corny, like little girl wants a bow and arrow from her mom at her dad's funeral. This is bad to second episode. Okay, better. Third episode, this is a lot of fun. I'm in for the ride. And by the end, I was on board. Just a lot of fun, man. Just a lot, lot of fun. Cheesy, Christmassy. Not what I expected. I wish we would have got a, a uh, an outtake scene that was a little better than just the Rogers musical again. I, the Rogers the musical was funny. That's a nice pull. But to have our cut scene be a full-on musical number from Rogers the musical and then have them say Merry Christmas. I'm like, come on, Marvel. I want a hint to what's coming next. I don't want Rogers the musical. Like, that was cool. I, I'll, I'll just tell you this. There, yeah. there is a, there is a, there's a term uh-huh. that we're not allowed to use in this day and age. Okay. That references uh, homosexuality. Right. That we used on the playground as kids. Yes, we've talked about this term before. That it's it's been banned. Uh, yeah. When I watched that. Yeah. That's what I thought in my head. Yeah. And this is blank. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll just say that. Yeah. Uh, uh, take that as you may <laughs> or may or may not or whatever. whatever you can say yes you know what i mean as you lay by the bay by with the some bay. hay yeah this is very blank hey yeah <laughs> uh but no like I, I and 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 this this series i put into effect yeah what we've already talked about before with every single disney plus series yeah. right right every single first episode yeah We've been like, ah, not bad. Yeah, yeah. And then they just ramp it up and they just get better, 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 better. Yeah. Every one of them. Uh, with Loki, I was on board right out the gate. I didn't think, yeah, okay, but you're right. But with still, most every them, episode yeah. on Gets Loki better. got better. Oh, for 100%. Like, it, it's, it's the cell phone, the tower, the- The show you know, is phenomenal. The, yeah. The 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, I 11, 8, 9, 12, I get what you're saying. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was, I, I kind of went into that and, and I was, and I liked the first episode. Yes. It wasn't the best, but it was good. I was entertained. I wasn't like, I ain't watching this shit. They opened your eyes to a world where you were like, what is this world with the- the TVA, like I was like, I'm in. I'm, I was on board. Like I, when you know, the moment they sucked him in and they brought him in, and you were wondering what was going on, that they they sucked me right in. And, and, and I, I think, can't say that about the first episode of Hawkeye. I was like, oh no. Well, and, and see, yeah. like, and to me, and that, and that, and that, I think is the the difference for me is there's two type of shows. Yeah, yeah. Loki is not real world. No, Hawkeye is real world. Yeah, Hawkeye took place in our world, right? Present day. Yeah. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. <clears throat> our world. Right. Right. WandaVision, kind of our world. Yes, yep. but no. Own world within our world. Yeah. She created a world within the world. It's like the inception of Marvel. Disney yeah. Plus. This is yes. inception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The That's world true. within a world. Yeah, very true. Right? Because we're watching it in the first one, and you're like... Wait, they're like, it's all like, I love Lucy and it's yeah, gray. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? Like the first two episodes, we didn't even know there was, no. we had no clue. They just keep. So it wasn't really our world. Like right. when it started. Not at first. Yeah. You know, so like it, it to me, like it's two separate, like obviously like, Loki was like completely not our world. Yeah. You know, so just kind of having that, like, it's just a little bit different uh, to me. Like we're coming at it from different angles. Right. So absolutely the TVA, like, like Loki was like a movie, dude. 
Yeah, I agree. Like whereas Hawkeye and, and, and Falcon Winter Soldier and I felt and and, I agree, and WandaVision yeah. all felt like shows. I felt Loki like, felt like a movie. I felt like WandaVision, if you would have strung that all together, I remember saying that when I watched WandaVision. When it ended, I was like, that could have been a movie. Like I, I really felt like WandaVision was if you if you took out the breaks and the the credits and just put that all together i agree i i felt loki could have been a movie but i i felt that about wandavision i think wandavision would have made a, a killer movie as well but yeah uh, i think you're right right though hawkeye's more episodic it had a you know it had that tv show feel it was more lighthearted, more fun um and it was christmas it was a christmas show like it really was like it was about a dad trying to get home for christmas like right which is every christmas movie if right. you think about it what what is every it's a deadbeat dad trying to try that you know jingle all the way the santa claus fred claus it's about these dudes that are deadbeats just trying to make christmas right you know like and that's that's what hawkeye is in a, in a way it's like every christmas movie you've ever watched well i mean Nobody really thinks about the struggle right. of being the sibling of Santa Claus. No, this is true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, Santa's so great, so great, right? Well, what do I do? I work for a repo company. Yeah, what if Santa had a brother? Yeah, yeah like and who wasn't Santa, who yeah. didn't take place in the family business. It's a cool idea for a movie. I, I, th I thought it was a great idea. I, I it was like I, it is like I know people that really just just don't like it. Yeah, but I think it's because it's. It's not that massive feel good like holiday like it's a different angle. Like I enjoy it, and I have a brother, so it's it's a, it's a. And say what you want to say now. I know Kevin Spacey's been canceled because he's done some really disgusting, horrible things, but there is a moment in that movie where Paul Giamatti and Kevin Spacey do acting that is above and beyond what that script calls for. You know, it isn't Academy Award nominated script writing, but there's a scene where Paul Giamatti remembers uh kevin spacey was abused as a kid and picked on they called him four-eyed clyde because he wore glasses and all he ever wanted was the superman cape as a kid but he didn't get it and he gives him the superman cape and makes him feel good about himself and makes him remember why he loved christmas i told my wife i go that's like a scene that they would show like and now for best actor and they'd show that scene like i go this scene is almost well not almost it's too good for this movie like it's like those two actors together like paul giamatti like does not get the credit he deserves he's an incredible actor who's kind of now been limited and because he did not your typical leading man and of course kevin spacey was a stud but then you know he did what he did and he's been canceled rightfully so He's a creep. You know, I've been caught up in molestation charges. Gross. Right, right. But that scene, man, is powerful. Like, and so well acted. Those two guys are juggernauts in the game. Like, and I looked at my wife and went, man, this is a, this scene is like above and beyond what this movie deserves. Like, but it, it's a great movie and that's a powerful scene, man. And I was happy to watch it, man. But I love Christmas movies. They're supposed to be cheesy. So in a, in a way, Hawkeye being a little cheesy fits in with the Christmas theme. Like, I don't feel like there isn't a cheesy moment in most Christmas movies. You know, like they all have that corny, like over the top kind of cheesy vibe. And, and I don't think Hawkeye was any different, man. And they, they gave it what it needed for the Christmas movie. But I do think moving forward, if you're going to have a show with that many arrows flying, somebody's got to die at a certain point. <laughs> like, Can I tell you a little yeah. something? Yes. This might be something that I, well, I'm guessing you don't know this. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. 
When Wilson Fish shows up at the Bishop's security gala in the finale to plan to eliminate Eleanor Bishop, he's wearing a signature white suit. Yes. But he's also wearing a bright red floral printed shirt with it. Hawaiian not, shirt. Not the norm no. in his time on the Daredevil series. No. However, it is a very specific comic book look. I have heard this, yes. You have heard it. Uh, this yeah. particular outfit makes the cover art for the 2014 comic Amazing Spider-Man Family Business Number 1. Yes. Yep. I did hear that. I heard somebody else mention that, that they went for a very specific look from the comic. Like, we're not used to seeing Fisk in a Hawaiian shirt, but he, not exactly Christmassy, <laughs> but uh, it's Wilson Fisk. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And apparently it was bulletproof so or arrowproof, whatever you want to say. A bulletproof right. and arrowproof, probably, because he takes an arrow and a bullet in this one. So <laughs> as far as we know. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I look forward to seeing where they take the characters next, whether Bishop shows up in a movie or she pops off in another TV show. Like, it'll be interesting to see where they take these characters. It is clear that Hawkeye's taking her under his wing. I mean, he brings her. Huh? Yeah, uh, nice. I didn't even mean, mean it that right. way. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, so uh, and that was just by that was luck. That was just chance. But yeah, I mean, he brings her home. And you got to wonder in a world where teenagers are very spiteful and get butt hurt easily my first thought was what about his daughter who he was training to shoot arrows because you see him training his daughter in one of the event i think it's infinity war yeah or no way home one of them i think it's infinity war he's teaching her to shoot arrows so how does his teenage daughter feel that he's now bringing home this other girl like bringing home a stray to take in and he's like hey she's the next me like basically like i wonder if the daughter's like oh that was supposed to be me like i don't I, maybe she doesn't want that i don't know but that was the first thing that jumped in my mind i'm like teenagers man they get they got all those hormones and they emotions. get jelly yeah man they and get jelly this is his kid who's like so you barely make it home for christmas could you hang out with this bitch what's up with that pop you know like yeah. where you been man taking home playing with your other daughter like you know like you know what i mean like but it's clear she has a future in the Marvel Universe, obviously. And I thought she was a good actress, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more. Yeah. Well, absolutely entertained. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was good stuff. I'm definitely excited to see what uh, where Kate Bishop goes from here. I'm excited to see uh, what happens with Yelena. I agree with you. I thought that she did an amazing job. Um, and I uh, I appreciate Hawkeye a little bit more. Yes, I will, agreed. I will say that. So, agreed. Uh, it's very interested to see where we go from here. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it, man. Maybe that's we get more holiday themed Marvel shows. That'd be kind of, maybe we get a, a Thanksgiving Marvel show. Like there it is, man. Somebody's got to get home on planes, trains, and automobile style. Or yeah. maybe there's maybe a, Steve Martin gets into the MCU. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe there's a Halloween episode where the great pumpkin shows up. I don't know. You never yeah. know. You never know. Man. Yeah. Hey, the green goblin threw pumpkin bombs. So, I mean, we could easily, easily incorporate a Halloween episode. I know. There you go. Yeah. I'm down. Well, uh, a lot of entertainment the last few weeks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm which glad is, we're Which is not a problem. Which is not a problem. No, it helps us. It makes our episodes a lot easier. That's Plus for sure. stuff to watch, though. Yeah. I love yeah. it, man. I love it. So wrap up. Uh, if, you, if you saw the Hawkeye show, if you watched it, let us know what you think. Yes, please. Um, and then... Uh, also, like we said in the in the previous episode, if you watch, if you got anything else about the Spider Man, let us know. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there was a little bit of links between Spider Man and the Hawkeye show. Yeah. Time wise, the uh, Statue of Liberty. Mm -hmm. um, also, if you think Jay Z sucks, let me know. Yeah. I will. Or I will are there any I will movies? Some money. Are there any movies that you thought sucked? 
that you went back and watched again that you oh. really enjoyed? I'd love the to come hear back. That. Yeah, the come back. Are there any movies the that, go back that you were just maybe weren't in the right frame of mind, or maybe you were a lot younger that you watch now years later and think, "Yo, man, I don't know what I was thinking. That was incredible." Like. Let me know. I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear from our people on that one. PTSD is a real thing, man. I just said go back, and I had flashbacks to when I worked at Target. They used uh -oh. to throw all the stuff in the cart, and they call them go backs. Go backs. Put them back. Ooh, a Target, <laughs> a Target flashback. Nice. Yeah, I was there for seven years. Yeah. Man. Don't as long as you don't flash back to that the naughty stuff you did in the Target restroom, we'll be all right. <laughs> hey. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's right. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Like, yeah. Tawdry. Yeah. That's Tawdry right. Target. I like it. Tawdry, Tawdry Target. Target. Toilet. Toilet. No, it wasn't on the toilet. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Changing that's awesome. Table, Should that's I get us out of here now? Please. On that note? Yeah. For the love of God. <laughs> We're just building that Tawdry rep up. My yeah. bad. My yeah. bad. Thanks. Nothing ever happened in a Target restroom. Oh, I'm not... sure some stuff's yeah. happening in a Target <laughs> yeah. restroom. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty. But it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Adios, my broskies. Sayonara. And girls. <laughs> <laughs>